Hello, hello. Today, my listeners, we are going to be talking about a real honest conversation from my perspective about the work that I've done with coaches and how it has impacted me as a person, as a coach, and as a speaker. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So this is going to be a very real and raw conversation as far as I'm concerned. I've jotted down a few notes that I want to make sure that I share with you. But this episode sort of the idea sparked from me being on my coach's podcast. She asked me to be on her podcast. And we talked about the work that her and I had been doing together and how it's impacting both my clients, maybe as a person, as a wife, as a friend, as a speaker, and just and even as a CEO, I'm really proud of uh, how far that I've come. When I look back at myself from my very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, and we're talking about like back in my th- early 30s, <laughs> and so it has been quite a journey. But before we get started, you know, I just want to ask you if you've been procrastinating on creating a presentation or a keynote until you get booked, because I hear that a lot. And you're not trying to get booked to speak because you don't actually have the presentation, and it ends up becoming a very vicious cycle that keeps you in the same place. I understand this because I've been there and I even did this in the very beginning. But how would you like to get your presentation crafted and done? And not just any presentation, I'm talking one that you would be proud to be delivering. One that's going to get you booked with clients and more speaking engagements. A presentation that you can look like a pro right from the very first time that you walk out on the virtual or in-person stage. I want to share with you a program that I'm going to be running in the new year. I'll be teaching you my three C's presentation process, which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. Inside this intimate program, this small group program, you're going to learn how to grab your audience's attention from the very first words that you speak, how to build that know, like, and trust, establish your credibility so that you give the audience a reason to keep listening to you. Why Q&A should not be at the end of your presentation, and you're going to be really surprised where it is. How to have your audience on the edge of their seats with your stories and your takeaways. What parts you should memorize and the reasons why I tell my clients to memorize these parts. I'll take you behind the scenes on how a presentation transforms from idea into verbal art so that you can do this again and again with every speech that you write. You're also going to learn some speaking tips to help you look and feel confident so that you look like you've been gracing the stages for years and how to sell and pitch from the stage using my seed planting selling method so that you sound authentic and not like a pushy 30-minute infomercial. And then I'm going to also teach you how to turn your presentation to a 20, 45, 60-minute or even a workshop. So this is not going to be one of those passive learning programs. 
Nope. Besides learning videos, I'm also going to be providing the space for you to actually get your presentation done. Let's write it. Let's get it done. Let's deliver it. You'll also have the opportunity to practice and give your presentation and get real-time feedback to make you stand out and deliver a presentation that gets you a standing ovation. So if this sounds like a container that you want to be a part of, I want to encourage you to get on the wait list. The link is down in the show notes, but it is speakandstandout.com forward slash SS, which stands for Signature Speech. So let's talk a little bit more about the work that I've been doing and how it is helping both my clients and just even like family and friends that are around me. I would have to say that the biggest journey and the the biggest change for me has been on self-love and on trusting myself. And the reason why I can look back and say it was a self-love, which also leads to a trusting issue, is I look back and I can see the different areas of my life where I felt unworthy. I mean, I can think back to my teenage years. And a lot of us can say, yeah, during those teenage years is, is so much. But that actually is, a lot of us still carry that around with us. You know, those teen years turn into your 20s, turn into your 30s and 40s and 50s and, and et cetera. You know, it's really easy to look back because hindsight is twenty twenty, and to notice those different moments that are in your life where, wow, why, why, was I tr- why, why was I trying so hard to be liked, to be included? Oh, it's because I didn't feel worthy. You know, I... And why didn't I feel worthy was because it comes down to like, wasn't loving and trusting myself. And this is just, I would say, so foundational. And the more you like start working on different strategies in your business, you know, maybe you can identify this with this, you take a program, um, you sign on for a course, you know, to get the strategy that will help you make those, you know, five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure, years, months, like whatever it is for you. You know, maybe you're just trying to sign on your first client, or maybe you are, you know, you're filling up your privates and you want to, you want to go on to filling up programs and it's like, I need the right strategy. I need, you put so much pressure on yourself for the right strategy and come to find out, you know, you're still a person who has to implement that strategy. And so, if I'm here to tell you that if you don't feel worthy, you know, having the best strategy in the world, it's still not going to work because there's going to be parts of it that you just don't do. I know this because this was me. If you don't have that self-love, if you don't trust yourself, something so basic, if you don't trust yourself to do the work, sure, you can have this strategy, but you're not going to do it because... You look at your past and it's been your pattern that you design this entire strategy. But then when it comes like maybe you implement the first couple of steps, but then something happens and whatever your procrastination, like the, like fear starts to sit, set in. And so you stop doing it. And then all of a sudden you're like, see, didn't work. This doesn't work for me. 
this doesn't work. It works for other people. It doesn't work for me. I mean, those are those are just words that people who feel unworthy actually say to themselves. And again, like I've been there. I've d- I did the hard work so that I could love myself, so that I could trust myself, so that I could feel worthy of the business that I have today so that I feel worthy of the clients that I get to work with. I feel worthy of the students that I get to work with and impact, the audiences that I get to work with. And I also feel very worthy of and trust myself in all the different relationships, the personal relationships that are in my life. You know, one of the things that I used to say as a leadership coach is that your home life impacted your work life more than your work life impacted your home life. So what do I mean by that? Because um, that can sound a little confusing. But think about like if you have an argument with your significant other one night, chances are the next morning you still remember and that argument is still bugging you, is still bothering you. You're still thinking about it. And then you go to work. Um, You go to the office. You go, whether you're working for a company or you are working for yourself and you're working on a project, it still bothers you versus like, oh, a Facebook ad didn't go out. The wrong image went out with a particular post. Like whatever it is, like something went wrong tech-wise. Um, your te- team member like decided to up and quit rather suddenly and is leaving you, you know, that doesn't impact your family life as much as your family impacts your work life. So that is something that, you know, for my leadership days, I used to share with people to be able to separate the difference and be able to see things differently. But my work with my coach my current coach, but I've worked with many different coaches for many different reasons through all through the years. When I first started coaching, that's when I got my first coach. So we're talking, mm, I'm talking close to 25, 28 years now that I haven't had a coach entirely all the time those years. But I've had a number of different coaches because me growing as a person helps my clients. And I also have this belief that, you know, the um, people who give the reason, oh, I can't hire you until I have clients, you know, it's like, but I'm the person who's going to help you sign on those clients a whole lot faster. So I've always believed that if I want somebody to hire me as their coach, I've got to have a coach myself. I'm walking my talk, in other words. So I look back on how I've done the hard work, done the hard work on on self-love. And it's not as, it's not, you know, one of the books that I did read was Love Yourself Like Your Life Depended on It. And I highly, highly recommend the book, whether you want to read it or you just want to listen to the audio. It's a fabulous book. And I remember saying to somebody, what's, this was a long time ago, what's with all the self-love stuff? I hear people say it changes everything. What does that mean? What does it change? And now I look back and I like, I get it because I've gone, I've, I've done the work and I can honestly, you know, like stand here and, and say to you, my audience, that I love myself. 
I trust myself. And there's a lot to that, you know, I can't expect somebody else to love me if I don't love myself. There's a lot to that. And that, that sometimes sounds like, like jargon, like, yeah, 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 whatever. But you can tell the stuff like once you learn to love yourself and trust yourself, you see in other people how they're not loving themselves, how they're not trusting themselves. And the only reason why why I can say that is because there's a lot of their behaviors that I'm noticing. It's like, oh, that used to be me. It might show up a little bit differently, but that used to be me. So having done this kind of work, it really helps me grow. And I'm a much better coach because of all this work. I'm a much better coach. I'm a much better speaker. I'm a much, and I'm just, I'm just a happier person also. But I just want to kind of like focus on like how my clients are actually benefiting from me doing this kind of work because, because I see it, because I've done the work, because I know the benefit that it's going to bring them. So, you know, I don't just, you know, work on, like crafting the perfect speech with my private clients, because there's still a person who has to show up on that stage, whether that's in person or virtually, or even on a podcast interview, like they still have to show up and say those words. And when they love themselves, when they trust themselves, it is a different person that shows up. They sound different. Their energy is different. The way that they tell their story is so different. And the audience can feel that difference. And the audience, that's, that's where the difference comes in. You know, because we also start to trust ourselves that when we answer a question from the audience, or maybe there's a different story that we want to tell, like we trust trust ourselves to go a little off script, if you will. And that makes such a difference. I mean, my clients who are working with me privately, they're like, the results that they're getting because they're also working on themselves is huge. It's huge and it's impactful for their audiences. So if this is something that you would like to sort of investigate or you're interested in or you feel called, I want to invite you to get on a call with me. If you want to learn more about doing this kind of work so that you can get your story out there, so that you can get your message out there, so that whether it's for your business or for your personal brand, book a call with me at chatwithla.com. And that link is also down in the show notes. And just a couple of final thoughts. You know, any program, any book, and any coach that I've ever worked with, and even any boss when I was in corporate, when I was in healthcare, any boss that I worked with, I always looked at what they were doing, both the positive and the negative, and how could I use that? And I, and I would use both of them, because I would see things that I liked in leaders and be like, that's, I want that to be part of my leadership style. Ooh, that doesn't feel good to me. I want to make sure I don't do that. When I work with coaches, you know, I also get to experience coaching on the other end. And that's why I can say that me as a coach, I don't consider myself just a coach. I consider myself to be more, my style is more coaching and consulting. 
because it's not just about asking the right questions to uncover stuff and also to really deepen the learning and understand like why we need to change that pattern or why we need to enforce that pattern. But the consulting part is about the guidance. It That's where the how-tos come in. And again, it's about, it's not just one coaching training that I went through. No, it is like my life experience that I bring into my business, that I bring into my coaching with my private clients. And that's what my, my private clients, my students in my group programs, whether it's going to be this future signature speech program or my in-demand program, like they're getting all of me. And so if that, again, if that sounds like something you're interested in learning a little bit more about, book a call with me. And let's see how I can support you in in achieving your dreams and your goals and get your message and your story out there. So until next week, I just want to say be in demand and really think about, get that book, How to Love Yourself Like Your Life Depended on It, and think about, do I feel worthy of the results, of the goals, of the, the desires that I have in my life? Do I love myself? Do I trust myself to do the work? Do I trust myself to make the decisions? And I'll just end there because I could just keep talking about this for a long, long time. So have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.